Yoda Speed, it's episode 202 of the Sportive Podcast. I'm joined tonight by, I believe, the full gang. Let's give it a whirl. John, do I have you? Good evening, Brandon. Wow, fantastic. And do I also have Stu with me tonight? <laughs> hey, hey, what's up? And uh, Mr. Technical Difficulties himself, <laughs> Clarence Swamptown, are you with us and recording, and are you here? Take two. Take two. You got me? You coming in? Uh, we we can hear you. I don't know if you're recording, but we can definitely hear you. I'm so. recording. Yeah, I sounds good. Sorry, people um, behind the scenes, I screwed everything up, but Brandon fixed it all. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Save the day, listeners. You. And if you I think cannot, that means I'm going to go easy on you, <laughs> I cannot describe to you, listeners, yeah. the simple joy of hearing Brandon try to troubleshoot Clarence's computer problems over the phone. It is. <laughs> Glorious in a way that I can't possibly begin to describe. Picture a uh, press a traffic edit. controller trying to help a three-year-old land a plane. <laughs> like what? I don't know how that. Ha- I don't know why the three-year-old is the only one available to land the plane. But that's the circumstances that yeah. came. Do you see the big yeah, red was, uh, button? I, was, I got worried when you said uh, my first follow-up is, "What do you mean by click?" <laughs> oh my god! Let's start. Let's another big step back. Uh, all right. Well, let's get started. Let's uh, let's start some sports questions. I've got nine questions for you guys tonight. I think I've got it broken down into Holy three apiece. Um, I think so. All right. I'm not positive. So if one of you gets shortchanged, you can follow up with me later. I want to try to distribute like my guy, Rick Rubio. Oh, I will. Uh, just equally to everybody so you're all happy and feeling good. And uh, Okay. So I'm going to start out with, um, with Stu. Stu, are you paying attention? Are you here? So we're recording yeah, this on a I'm Wednesday, March 15th, 2017, to be exact. The, there is a game tomorrow, Thursday, uh, with our beloved Gopher Hoop squad, you and I, big believers all season. I'm wondering if you can tell me your excitement level, and I want you to use our famous boner clock as a descriptor. Like, <laughs> where are you on the boner clock? Are you full midnight? Are you like a 645-er? I want to know exactly how fucking uh, amped you are for this game tomorrow against Middle Tennessee East State University College. Where you at? Um, you know my antipathy <laughs> to correctional colleges in the old Confederacy. So um, I'm at least in I'm, – I'm at an 830 You're at an 830 right currently, 830. like as we're speaking? I'll be at, uh, no, I'm, I'm like, you know, it's late six o'clock right now. It's just, there's just, it's late. Um, um, eight 30, maybe nine o'clock by tip or tap. Uh, you know, I think the second round matchup might be a little more. Okay. All right. Yeah. You're going to be, you're going to be a little more torched at that point is what you're telling me. Yeah. You, you, you basically reminded me that they play tomorrow, not Friday. That's not a so great really sign for that, uh, for the boner clock, I suppose. Uh, okay, well, that's good. John, what about you? What's uh, What time are you at? Give me a... Nope. I feel like this is one of those no-win kind of games. Being a five seed, for some reason, over the years, the five seeds have become almost underdogs in the NCAA tournament. Like... Mm-hmm. You see a five versus twelve game, and your immediate thought is, "All right, here we go, upset potential." And so it's almost disappointing for America when the twelve seed doesn't beat the five seed. And so, if you're Minnesota, there's just there's no winning this game. It, I mean, obviously, you're winning this game, but it it doesn't feel that exciting because there's nowhere to go but down. It feels like. Do you think that the general population, though, understands what you just said enough where it will be a really good victory if they beat a good squad like this? Like, it's not like they're 11-point favorites. They're actually underdogs in Vegas as of last I saw. So it is weird that it's become a coin flip game, but I don't know. Hold on. Minnesota's an underdog in Vegas right now? Last I saw, they were a plus one, yes. That is kind of amazing. 
It is, but I feel like, and the point has been made, I think, by probably plenty of people, after the four seeds, it's all, you have, I mean, it, the seeding doesn't even matter. Uh, Wichita State got a 10 seed this year, and they're, I think, like seven-point favorites over the seven seed. And a seven-point mm. favorite is is really high, you know, in basketball terms. So, especially with March Madness, when anything can happen. So I think the seedings just, I don't know when it was or what year where they started just not mattering. Maybe it's always been like that and we weren't paying attention, but it's just like them getting a five seed doesn't really matter a whole lot. All that really matters is the matchup. And they kind of got, I don't know, I wouldn't say hosed with their matchup, but they definitely got a really, really good 12 seed, which is why they're underdogs. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. That is kind of crazy. So you're thinking it's like... They 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 win and no one cares, or they lose and everyone laughs at us. Us yep. specifically, the four of us will be laughed at. Really, it's just people gathering around to laugh at us, much like my junior high years. <laughs> so, what is your torque meter at? So, what are you going to be at tomorrow? I'm at six. I will be at six during the game. I'm guessing. I will be expecting the worst. You're not going to feel anything. Well, I'll feel antsy i will feel relief if they pull it out i don't okay i i I wouldn't say excited it it like i said it feels like there's no winning this game so you're what if it was a regular old five versus 12 and they were like five and a half point favorites or whatever it was are you just really bummed about the matchup or you just not care i mean some of this could be that you're just one of the biggest Gopher Hoops haters that I've personally <laughs> ever known. Is it part of that that you feel ashamed that you didn't believe Stu and I, the two guys that know college hoops better than anyone? We told you. You didn't listen to us. Is there some of that probably coming out and resentment? I would embarrassment? I would like to I would like to revisit a question that we talked about before the season started. Knowing what the season was like this year. If I had offered you free season tickets to go for basketball with the caveat that you had to go to every single one of the games and not be on your phone the whole time, you weren't allowed a smartphone during the games, knowing that it was a fun team to watch and knowing that it was a good season for the Gophers, would you have taken it? In hindsight? In hindsight. Yeah, I think I would have loved to have been there. It was a fun season. Even for the meaningless non-conference games. Uh, yeah, yeah. Remember, like you had to sit through I just like, like to watch it. 37 of those to get to the Big Ten season. <laughs> yeah, had to play like Mankato. And yeah, yeah, no, I, I still would have. I still the would college have done it, basketball feel, season starts I, two minutes after the March Madness is over, and they play absolutely yep. meaningless exhibition games for nine months of the year. Until the Big Ten yep. season starts. I'm in, baby. Always believed in him. Number one. Number one fan. Poochie. Poochie. Remember that. All right. Give us a little I do preview. Feel... Give us a little preview, Brandon, of tomorrow's game. I'm the one asking questions here, John. <laughs> nope. It's time to turn the <laughs> tables. It's time that you contributed rather than just making all of us dance like your little puppets. Here's what I know. Middle Tennessee State plays is basketball in Tennessee? in Tennessee in like a central area geographically in that state of Somewhere Tennessee. in the middle uh, region. Somewhere in the middle region. Uh, public school. It's a public Murfreesboro, school. Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I think, I think their colors involve blue within the scheme. That's correct. Blue scheme. Uh, I couldn't tell you what their team name is, but I'm going to go with Bulldogs. I believe that's incorrect. I feel like there's a lot of Bulldogs. Uh, I believe they're the Blue Blue Raiders, guys. Blue Raiders. Fuck. Okay, well, I know they were really good. They were 30 and 4. If they're the the Blue Raiders now, that means about 30 years ago, they were something pretty racially insensitive. (laughs) (laughs) I think that tends to be how you can... uh, when it's something kind of a yeah. weird name like that, that's that's how you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they also have a bunch of seniors on the team, so that means they're they've got uh, they've got grit and experience. Uh, I feel like they're 
real high and want to. And this isn't their first uh, their first dance. You know, they've been around the block before. So um, those are a bunch of factors leading up to the Gophers being one point underdogs. I am surprisingly not as excited as I, as I would have expected at the start of the year if you would have told me they were a five seed. And I love March Madness. I think everybody does. I don't know. I just feel a little bit uh, nervous, I guess. But I think I'm mostly with Stu. 8.30 feels like a good time, boner-wise. And if they make this one, Some would I'll argue be it's the best super time, boner-wise. The next one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's an impressive time, boner-wise, you know? You're not trying too hard, mm-hmm. but you're really showing a good, uh, mm-hmm. a good showing there. Um, I also feel like round two, if we can get there, will be a fucking blast. So that's kind of where I'm at as well. But enough about me. Clarence, where are you at, Torque Meter? Uh, about 9 o'clock. Uh, the old right turn lane arrow. Um. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I uh, oh, no. I was at midnight when you guys first started talking about this in sense of uh-huh. the, old, the old droopy dragon like, <laughs> since you guys started. Too much talking. Yeah, since you guys started talking and making me sad. <laughs> it's weird, but it's what we're famous for. This was all just a this was all just a ploy to create a bit that wouldn't be stolen by the by the lamestream media. <laughs> Nobody I can't imagine anybody stealing our boner clock. Nobody stealing so. this one. Nope. We are champs. Uh, okay. Question two: Are we are we done talking gopher hoops? I think that's enough, right? Who are, yes. Who's your pick for the for the overall tournament, Brandon? Oh, I don't know. I don't have any idea. You're not uh, a no Cinderellas right now. I mean, I filled one out, but I truly don't even remember what who I picked. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. There was a bunch of pretty solid teams this year. There's no amazing underdog, um, awesome college basketball player to really root for. I mean, I love Lonzo Ball and UCLA. I'll probably be rooting for those guys. But they've got one of those weirdo... Uh, celebrity dad types it was super overbearing he said he could take michael jordan one-on-one it's incredible he's sort of that's on the line of that's hilarious and i love this guy because he's so out of his mind or he's a lunatic and i hate him i'm not exactly sure where i fall on him right now so i'm conflicted but i would say ucla just because alonzo ball he's basically uh my guy rick rubio with a really good three-point shot so that's it's tough to find that's a unicorn so that team, I don't know. Otherwise, we'll see. I'll let it come organically to me. I'm not going to force it uh, who I want to choose for or root for. Right. So that's that. John, are you ready for question two? I'm ready for question two. Question two is regarding our Minnesota loons. And my question is, <laughs> what in the fuck has happened? <laughs> <laughs> we got we got we got some loon noises. On, on, I, I don't have podcast. anything to contribute to a soccer I do. uh discussion, so I will just I, do gentle lake loon noises in the background while you discuss. That's fair. It's actually better than I've expected from you. <laughs> John, I'll mute him in post. I'll mute him nope, in post. That's fine. I think it'll serve as a soundtrack. I I know that I don't think any of you guys went to the game, but it was uh, <laughs> it was both memorable and a miserable experience. I know Stu had to be. I was there. I was there for the first thirty minutes, John. You were you were, you saw all you needed to see. I think then. I I I, I had two surly furiouses in my hand. And I saw three goals by the Atlanta team. That's also an expansion team. And by the time the second Furious and my hand started to freeze over, I, I had had enough. So I, yeah. I, went, I went back to the. I went back I, to my work. I talked so. to a couple of people who were smart enough to leave at halftime, and I'm mm-hmm. regretful that I wasn't one of them because <laughs> I was semi hopeful by halftime. I thought. Well, they're only down three to one. There's there's a chance they could make a comeback. They had some good periods of periods of possession in the second part of the first half, and 
Then it came out in we, the second half. We call half that the run of play, John. We call yeah. it the run of play. They Please the use the right terminology. To use, to use Stu's Thank terminology. Thank you. And instead they got destroyed in the second half and it was terrible and miserable. I I don't really know what to say except I think losing 6-1 to one at home to your fellow expansion team I think is probably the most embarrassing loss in MLS history. I can't I can't immediately think of one that's more embarrassing. It certainly is tied for the most embarrassing, if not the most embarrassing. It was terrible and this is it was not fun to watch and it was freezing. And snow fell the whole game and several people have said the result was forgettable but the game was memorable. That's not even close to true. I will always remember <laughs> sitting there freezing watching Atlanta score every ten minutes. It was terrible. This is the equivalent of football, like a forty-two to seven game. Right. It's like right? yeah. When remember when the Vikings played in the playoffs and it was four degrees below zero? If they had just gotten destroyed fifty-two to seven, it would have been a little bit like that. Like it was a badge of honor to be there, and then it was just miserable afterwards. But there's a, a reason that like Atlanta that. is so much better than the Loons, right? Didn't they like? Do they sign more players or different? Wh- wh- how is this happening? Is it is it us? Did we do something? Like did Clarence? Can we blame him? <laughs> <laughs> how can we get Clarence to be at fault for Ooh. Minnesota United? Ooh. It's yeah, yeah. The thing that I find particularly infuriating is this idea, and this has been pushed by a number of people who are sort of connected with the team that Atlanta Atlanta knew they were expansion team for about three years before before this season. And so there's sort of been this idea that Atlanta had a long time to prepare and Minnesota, which only found out about August, announced for sure in August that they were playing in 2017 in MLS rather than, rather than playing another season in a lower division. But it makes no sense because Minnesota has known that they were going to MLS since the start of 2015. I think it was March of 2015. And when they announced that, pretty much everyone looked at it and said, well, they'll probably come into the league in 2017 because Atlanta is going to be in 2017. And so they'll want to keep an even number of teams in the league. I think that's what makes sense, et cetera, and so on. That was two years ago, and in that interim, Minnesota has had a soccer team, whereas Atlanta hadn't. So for anyone to float the idea that Minnesota somehow had to scramble or somehow was behind, it's just nonsense. It's total nonsense, and if anyone says that, please slap them on the top of the head and then disassociate yourself from them. Because it makes no sense, and it... It shouldn't be said. So um, for us casual for fans, oh, shoot. Sorry. oh, Stu, you go ahead. Go ahead, Stu. Uh, I was, I was going to ask John a question, but you can, you can. I'll do it after you do the follow up. Oh, okay. Well, my question is going to be for us casual fans of the Loons who want to believe, but also have other, you know, things going on in our lives. Should we just like check in next year? Is that cool? <laughs> just sort of. I think maybe just this check, one's done. check the score for a couple of games and see if they can allow fewer than five goals in a game. Let's start with that. Okay, Let's, that's a good rule. I'm down. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna monitor the scores and hopefully they can. Okay, if they can five hold the other under, team to, under five, and hold, I'll hold another team to like two or three would be would be a real achievement right now. Their defense is terrible. So in other words. All of their goalkeepers. We are doing are an now. official boycott of the Loons until they can give up less than five goals. Official oh, abso- boycott. <clears throat> Absolutely not. I'm not. I'm not going to boycott. Of course, I'm going to watch and get angry because that's what I do. Yep, of course. Yep, but the other three of us were officially boycotting. No, I don't think that's right. Per- I think you should pay attention. Let's per- be honest. Oh, okay. Well, I'm backing off for five seconds there. You really put your stance. foot down. <laughs> I'm backing really off. Put your foot down there. Please watch. Yeah, right. Please watch uh, the game. Stu. They still could take away the team. 
Yeah. Okay. Stu, what do you got? Um, John, you watched the entire game? I watched all but the last few minutes, yeah. Okay, well, so were you there when the goalie got, like, wiped out and had to get taken off on a stretcher? Oh, no, I wasn't there by then. I was okay. gone by then. So apparently, yeah, he, someone, slid, someone slid into him, spikes up, and took a big old chunk of flesh out of his ankle or something like that. That's correct. So yeah. he's not going to play. Sounds like that's so he's, a, he's out this weekend. Sounds like that's a real loss. He's out loss. this weekend. What's he uh, got, a uh, 5.5 yeah. goals against average? Who oh, no. How they were going to replace him? <laughs> Oh no! Oh, no! Boy, not, not him. <laughs> what are we gonna him? do? Um, We're gonna have to well, set a just, garbage bag full of meat. A... <laughs> I think, and where my question lies, I believe their backup is also out because he's in the concussion protocol. That's so. It's like a situation in the NHL. <laughs> in the NHL, to get like you know, they the top two goalies are out and they can't get a guy up from the minors in time. So they got to get, like, Johan Hedberg's cousin Richie, who's, like, you know, got a good heart, but he makes bad decisions. So he, like, drives, you know, he's, right. he drives a beer truck, and, you know, he's he's on the wrong side of the law a couple of times, but he means well. Is that the situation yeah. in soccer as well, is that they basically have to get one of these emergency guys who's just sitting around, you know, working working a quick trip, uh, making sure That's the bathrooms are clean every that. hour and a half, and... The That's soccer coach for Hopkins happening? or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, they, I kind of thought they, that was the case because they don't really have a minor league team, and that's just they need somebody this week. They are the minor league team. They did. They did sign somebody today. I honestly don't. I don't remember his name, and I have no idea who he is. He he was not a well known name in any way, but he's they're they're down to their third string, their third string goalkeeper. Who is a guy named Bobby Shuttlesworth who previously played for New England and was rotten? Oh yes, and no, was, come on. His name is not Bobby Shuttlesworth. <laughs> His name is yeah. John. Give me a break. Come Are you on. trying to see if we're paying attention, John? We're paying attention. Don't test <laughs> us like that. The, the smarter fans among among the Minnesota fans call him Mrs. Mr. Buttersworth. Because uh-huh. of uh-huh. his buttery hands that let gold slip through oh, his fingers. That's, that's mean. You guys wow. are cruel. That is just that so, is, come on. So mean-spirited so and min- lying ruthless. at the same time. Yeah. Jesus. Mr. Buttersworth. I mean, Johan Hedberg actually played goalie. I looked that name up, John. I looked that name up. I, uh, Stu, have we looked up what's happening with your namesake, Steve Newman? I think he got released in the offseason, didn't he? Yeah, I think he retired. Oh, did he retire? That's what I. Yeah, I think so. Don't don't tweet us, sportive Sad. listeners. We're gonna go ahead yeah, and say don't. that Steve Newman is retired from MLS play. Yeah, they're long gone. Yeah, they're long gone. So anyway, yeah, that's my soccer update. You can move on to question three. Bro. All right, let's go on to question number three. This one is for Stu, and this is. Our uh, one of our world famous cross sport talkers. Talkers, talkers. Oh, da, 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 da. oh yeah. Ah. Uh, Stu, which is in worse shape, the Twins' starting staff or the Vikings' offensive line? Oh, talker, talker, talker. Boy, that's, that's cross tough. sport talker. talker, talker. Um. God. Twin starting staff. Ooh. And that is correct. It's a correct answer. Yeah. Thank you. Thank um, you. I, yep. The Vikings offensive line is like the 28th worst thing, whereas the twin starting staff is the worst. I think they're just like the worst. Hmm. The worst ever. That's, that's, my, that's my... I get to rule because I asked the question. I think twin starting staff... Is worse, John. Do you have an issue with that ruling? Well, the twin starting staff is terrible, but I I think mm-hmm. we need to keep the Vikings terrible free agent acquisitions at the forefront of our minds as we look forward yep. to driving Rick Spielman out of town on a rail. Yeah, I, I, I can't should stress be enough. I mean, that unless there's some sort of weird miracle, this is it. He's the done. Viking. The Vikings signed two tackles both of whom are uh-huh. stunning mediocrities and both of whom yeah. were de- deemed expendable by their current teams in order to sign someone else 
in one case, that other person was Matt Khalil, who is <laughs> the worst tackle in the National Football League. That's how good Mike Remmers yeah. is. They looked, the Carolina yeah. Panthers looked and said, we would rather give $55 million to Matt Khalil to absolutely destroy Cam Newton with his terrible blocking than st- sit through one more terrible Mike Remmers performance. And the Vikings were like, sign him up, sign him up. If he's worse than Khalil, then we are on board. Anyway, Rick Spielman should be in prison. Prison. Guantanamo. Clarence, do you have an issue with uh, with the answer of twin starting staff being worse than the offensive line? I'm guessing you do. Uh, I, I don't. I think you made a good point that the twins are probably the worst in the league at a position that is far more important relative to the sport they play. It in no way mm-hmm. absolves Rick Spielman from the jail term that John is demanding. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah and i think it's more of the the twin starting staff is more of a of a low hum terrible thing like we're still going to watch the vikings and we're going to be we're going to be horrified at this offensive line for 16 weeks next year for a couple hours of our lives next fall and winter that's what's going to be like that's going to be driving our mood is how horseshit this offensive line is but the twin starting staff is going to ruin like five months of my life. I'm going to look at who's starting, and it's oh, who the fuck well, is? They, they got Sam Deduno back. How the fuck did this both happen? Both teams have He's got back? there through the exact same, taking the exact same road. They they absolutely cannot draft and develop players at that position, so they sign mediocre to below at far below average free agents, and then just pray up to Jesus. Which isn't a great plan, but they continue to stick with it for years, year after year. They have the same plan. Well, I don't know. Let's. I would say. Let's sign like in my the, opinion. And I'm just making this up right now. Hope is not a plan. You guys agree <laughs> with that? They, they you know, Hope Ricky Nolasco, Santiago, and going. This is this is <laughs> yeah. this is fine. Hector Santiago is fine. I, I I have Please high work. hopes for Hector. He'll he'll be better this year. Uh, Ricky Santiago is Andre Smith. Is yeah. every free agent the Twins have ever is signed? Jake is Long. every Jake Long to uh, Boone to Remmers to Rife Riley Reef? What have you? They're all the same. I'm Only sad. the names have changed. Oh. People, I mean. <laughs> Every day. Seems we're wasting away. Another place. So, good answer, Stu. Good answer. Yeah. All right, question four. Uh, question four is for Clarence. Uh-oh. Clarence, uh, I believe Here you have trivia for us. Here comes a hockey question, everybody. For us. Do you oh, have, it's not hockey. God do you have damn trivia, it. Clarence? Nope, not yet. Pretty soon. Oh, I'm sorry. Do I have what? Do you have a? I, I believe when we were talking in the green room earlier that you had a trivia oh. question for us that you wanted us to try to answer. <laughs> I do. So I'm throwing this over to you, do you in, in the form of a question. Do you have a trivia question for Shit. us? So uh, let's hear it. Uh, I do. I just don't remember how I worded it. Um, hold on, just a second, son of a bitch. Do you have the question written down? Because, <laughs> as <laughs> I mentioned in the green room, I took a question from a Twitter account, and now I have to scroll through it. We asked you before we pressed record, okay? And not only did yes, you I looked it up not pull it up, you also we fucked up the recording. No, <laughs> how did you do that? I looked it up before we recorded, the then I went back on Twitter and scroll, and just was as you guys were jibber jabbering about Gophers basketball. I I went on back on God Twitter. Damn it! I made loon sounds at Stu on Twitter. Okay. You said something about the name the last it. 10 starting shortstops for the Twins over a certain amount of years. Is that right? In the 11 years since the 2006 season, the Twins have had 10 different opening day starting shortstops. Which, oh, if you do that math, that means only one, only, there's only been one. 
person who has started consecutive seasons at as the opening day shortstop for the Minnesota Twins since 2006. Yep. Okay. Question right. number one is name those 10 shortstops. Question number two is name the only opening day shortstop to do it twice. Oh, All right. God. I'm going to look toward John here. I John, think what I would like to do, do no, I'm running this show. I think what I would like to do is go in a round-robin format until if you can't name one of the 10, you're knocked out. And we'll see who's remaining. All right. So we'll start with John. Okay. Oh, Jesus. John. We'll go we John, then Stu, then Brandon. So, John, you're up. All right. Uh, Trevor Plouffe. That is not one. You are out. I'm out already? Stu, <laughs> Stu you're up. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Um, Brian Dozier. Jesus Christ, you guys suck. Brandon, you're up. You are not. That's not one of the Brandon, got stops, he said. You 10 for 10, idiots. Brandon. 10 for 10. All right. I am going to guess uh, Jesus Juan Castro. <laughs> yes. That's the very first one, 2006. Keep going. All right. Juan Castro. Now I'm going to guess Ed Escobar. That's You have bookended them. Escobar was in 2016. <laughs> Jason Castro was in 2000, or Juan Castro was in 2006. So who is everybody in between? All right, there. Okay, uh, was there a time when Jason Bartlett started? Yes. Wow. Okay, you got right. three. Good pull. All right. Uh, what about? Um, was there a time when Little Nicky Get Money Get Paid started at shortstop? See. Injury to somebody? Yep, you got it. Yes? Yep, that's four. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. There was probably some sort of shitty journeyman mm-hmm. guy that mm-hmm. I'm not thinking of. Mm-hmm. It's probably a bunch of oh, them, there's, actually. there's a couple. There's more uh, than one. Oh, boy. Former um, Tiger? Mm-hmm. Oh fuck. What's his name? Alright, I'm out. I'm tapping out. I got four. Alright, John, who was that? Name that former tiger. Um Adam Kennedy? <laughs> That'll be a second baseman for the Angels. Um <laughs> Adam Everett. Adam Everett. Adam Everett. Adam Everett. Adam Everett. Yes. Adam Everett. Okay. <laughs> okay. Holy shit. We got shit, five of the ten. Uh how about Pete was Florimone? Pete Florimone one of them, Clarence? Pete Florimone is one of them. So now we got six. God damn it. Okay. How about Danny Santana? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's seven. Get three more. Wow. Oh, my God. I feel like we're missing some in like the 07, I will say 07, that the three you're, you're missing are right in the very middle. 2012, 2011, 2010. Oh, okay. Okay, so new stadium... Supposed to be slow, associated with sadness, him, associated with overwhelming away. sadness. I wrote a thing for Ramball so that sad. comparing him uh, that had Billy Smith singing a Taylor Swift song, half naked in a bathtub. Um, I go back to December. That was about the trading away of this opening day shortstop. J.J. Hardy. J.J. Hardy. Yes, that's eight. You got two. Oh, more. man. Fuck, I miss him. Little, okay, oh, I so miss him so much. Both of these, oh. there's two more remaining, and cumulatively, together, they add up to like one normal-sized human. They're both <laughs> little tiny peanuts. Just little, little cutest, oh. just cutest ever. And none of them are Nick Punto. That's the su- that's the surprise. Neither story. of them are Nick. No, no. Yeah. One is. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, he looks like uh, he looked kind of like those statues on Easter Island. Oh jeez. Oh boy. Oh mm. God. Ah, oh. is that the guy who got traded to the Giants last year? No, no. Okay, goddamn, because he does look like a. That's, no, that's Squidward. Ed, I'm sorry. That's Ed Nunez. Nunez. Yeah, Ed no, Nunez. Like Squidward. That's Squidward. Yeah. Nunez. Sorry, but they Nunez. have similar noses, kind of bulbous, kind of like drunken old grandpa noses. 
<laughs> Drunken oh, Grandpa noses. He had a, a a woman's first name. They both have women's Mary, first names. Mary. Smith. Both of these men have women's first names. Oh, was there a Sarah? Did a Sarah start for <laughs> no. us? Julianne something? Uh, Jenny. Jenny Palmer? <laughs> no. Ooh, blah, 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 uh, one of them was blah, traded Karen? to Baltimore. We, or I believe maybe released. We had a Karen, didn't we? And picked up by Baltimore. And the other came to us from the Cleveland mm. Indians organization. Ugh. I mean, I'm still backed out. I'm, All right. I'm, I'm uh, waiting for the answers. Alexi, I'm trying to give you hints so you can guess it. Casilla, Alexi Casilla, yeah, was the Easter Island one. Uh, Three and a half feet tall. Good call. Jamie, Jamie Carroll, Jamie Carroll, Jamie Carroll. Jamie Carroll started at shortstop for the Twins. That's just disappointing. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so of those ten. Who was the one that's that was the only one of those ten that oh, started God. two seasons in a row? Oh Jesus! As the opening day, Pete Florimon. That's it, Pete Florimon. Oh my God! I didn't the know it was, I, I knew it was that bad. It's the this did I not knew go it, well. You guys so bad. didn't guess correctly on your very first guesses, which is remarkable if you were actually trying. <laughs> that's incredible. That is amazing. I am just blown away. I thought I'd for sure be the first person out, and you two idiots. <laughs> the worst guesses in the world. All right. Uh, let's see. Who is the? Who are the two guys that don't play shortstop? I'm going to guess one of those two. Harmon Killebrew. <laughs> Trevor Plouffe's time at shortstop scarred me deeply, as it turns out. Yeah, yikes. You guys just, watch too much minor leagues. I will never forget Trevor Plouffe kicking like the, his third grounder of the game and Carl Pavano just coming off the mound to yell at him <laughs> in the middle of the game, just scream at him for being a terrible shortstop. I really enjoyed every part of it. Yeah, I mean, Pavano was so old, he just knew that he probably didn't have much time left, that he had to like save every every pitch he could. Yeah, and then he nearly He'd died while you. shoveling snow, so he really was old. Old Carl. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Clarence, how are you uh how are you feeling about this season overall for the twins? I I don't know. I, I gotta think about it, Brandon. Uh not good okay. right now. It's fine. Not good. But yeah, that trip, the that thing of upward, was not, not, not helpful. Uh, that didn't work well, and now it's looking like Vogel song might start the season up north instead Stop of Barrios. Jesus. Which, if that happens, I will lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> Another boycott. We're going to have to boycott a second team. We're already full up on the boycott of the other team. Let's Fuck. let's let the snow melt, Brandon. Let's let it melt. Yep. Let's let yep. the temperatures Good get call. up there until yep. we start getting worked up about mm-hmm. baseball. I'm just not going to do it right now. I'm not going to do it. Right. We got so much time. My feet we have so are much time freezing. to get worked up. It was five degrees when I got into the van this morning. My feet are freezing right now. I'm not getting worked up. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm going to wait till it's nice out. <laughs> then I'll get working. Good up. call. Good. Good call. Good call. Okay, before we move on to question six, let's take a two-second pause in case we get a sponsor. And go. All right, what do you think? Do you think we got one? <laughs> nah. We should probably write no. down what time that was at so we can try to set up the ad to go at the right time. John, I already did. Good for you, Brandon. I'm a genius. Professional audio producer. <laughs> yep. Call Brandon question for all your audio production John. needs. Oh, good. It's for me. It's for you, John. 
Uh, this is regarding our Minnesota Timberwolves. Let's pretend tonight's game didn't happen. And I wanted to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> the Timberwolves sure did. I want, yeah, I didn't get any tweets from you tonight, Brandon. Where was, where, was your Twitter not working? I wanted to ask you, John. <laughs> I was preparing. I was doing audio mm, prep. Sure. A lot of plugging, mm-hmm. plugging cords in and checking levels and twisting dials and shit. John. Do you think that they win it all in two years or three years? <laughs> oh. oh, Brandon. Uh-huh, oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. oh, Brandon. I got pretty excited putting this uh, agenda together earlier today before that game happened. But uh, answer the goddamn question, John. Uh, I think I think Rubio's contract only goes through the next couple of years, so I'm going to say two years. They're going to they're going to win it on his contract year. On his walk year they'll win it all. Yes, that's correct. Uh-huh. uh-huh. 2019. That makes perfect sense. 2019 NBA champions, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay, let me write this down. 2019 NBA champs. Yes, of course. Yep. That's definitely that's, going to happen. That's but happening. Have you been have you been watching? Yes, I have been watching. I I think the important thing is that we Continue to tell Zach Levine that he can take all the time he needs with his rehab. No, that's okay, Zach. Don't rush back. We don't. We don't want you to push this. I, I think it's important that you you make sure you're all the way back before you come and start getting your terrible defense and misdirected shooting all over the Timberwolves again. We 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 miss you. Don't get me wrong, Zach. But as it turns out, you're getting very much outshot by Ricky Rubio so it's it's okay don't don't hurry back is all we're saying you want him to get on that Teddy Bridgewater two-year recovery program well I I would never wish our our, our sweet our, our sweet baby son Ted I would never wish what happened to him on anyone sweet else son. but I, of course not no just a just a, a relaxed way back just take your time make sure yep. you get right you're young Zach Levine is, I think he's what, he's 14 years old. He's in eighth grade. Yep. It's like get through this year and next year, get your braces off, and then you can start thinking about playing in the NBA again. Yeah, things are not looking great for Zach Levine being a valuable member of a team when they got way better when he left. As soon as he left, everyone was like, well, this is just better. Not having Zach Levine on this team. Imagine if one of us... Like, imagine if one of us retired from the podcast and, like, the next Wednesday we were on a radio show. <laughs> We'd been... Whoops. If, if that's going to happen to anyone... Immediately prime good. time. Yeah. Although, did <laughs> I see... Immediately, they're like... What's did, up? did I see that B. Jelly got hurt tonight? Uh, he did. Oh, yes. no. I don't know exactly. Oh, poor Tibbs. Is that going <laughs> to? Oh, Tibbs. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Tibbs is up on the Washington Avenue Bridge. His toes dangling yeah, over the he's side. He's talking him off. He's going to be fine, Tom. It's an MRI. <laughs> he plays 11 minutes a night. I have no reason to live. Brandon, what are you thinking? Are uh, you. But, this is the most excited you've ever been about the Timberwolves? Yes. I know that there have been better seasons for the Wolves, but but speaking personally, because I tend to think the world revolves around me, sort of like Truman Show style. Right. Uh, I don't really think any of those seasons when I wasn't paying attention actually happened. So from when I started caring, this has been the easily the most fun. They're just amazing. Even tonight was shitty, and it was still fun to watch for like two-thirds of the game. They got tired at the end, and that's fine, but they weren't disasters for... It was still watchable. So, but man, Ricky, shooting the lights out, shooting the lights out. Turn them off. Um, follow up question for Brandon. That's follow up question is. for Brandon. Yep. Oh, no. Would you say oh, you're no. no? No, this isn't mean. Would you say you're more excited? Would you say you're more excited about the Timberwolves' um, future, or Dave Marthaler is more excited about the Wild like losing five out of seven? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i know that they're struggling right now we're probably both sleeping like babies right now you know just okay. loving life in every turn uh okay. boy neck and neck i feel like 
No, it's definitely me because he's got a tiny bit of the I feel like sad that I'm the guy that points this out. And whereas I, as a as an eternal optimist, everything sunshine, rainbows, happiness, that's I get an extra little bump because of that. So I think I I think I win this one over Dave by a little bit. Uh, but no, they've been fucking awesome to watch for a really long time now. They had a tough, whatever, couple months, and they just are great. They're super fun. I'm so pumped about them. So that leads me to question seven of our nine questions, and this is just uh, this is just right back to you. John, our favorite game to play when things are going well for one of our local teams is, of course, asking, how is this going to explode in our faces? So do you have any theories on what specifically you think is because this is not going to last right what uh what's going to happen um i think carl anthony towns will force his way out of town when they're not surrounding him with the the pieces he wants around him i think andrew wiggins will go back to not giving a crap because he didn't give a crap for a long time and then now suddenly he's sort of developed the ability to give a crap on both ends of the floor something about Maybe defending shooting guards instead of defending small forwards has really helped him somehow. I don't really know. But he'll go back to not giving a crap. Yes. Um, what else will happen? I suppose... I well, mean, Levine any, will come back, right? Yeah, Levine will come back. That'll hurt him. I suppose any sort of injuries to Wiggins or... I mean, Towns has played, I think, just about every game of his career that is possible. And I think Wiggins has missed about one game in the last three years or something like that. So any sort of injuries, those guys instead of Levine would probably be a problem. Or, God forbid, an injury to Ricky Rubio would be far, far worse because then we'd have Chris Dunn dribbling the ball off his feet for 22 minutes a game. And for the rest of it, was, we'd, they'd, they'd have Tyus, which would be great on the offensive end. And then on the defensive end, you'd just watch him running into picks from normal-sized human beings and just getting launched into the seventh row of the stands just bouncing off of normal size centers and just getting thrown out of like somebody who wasn't built it in on an amusement park ride. Really? That's Tyus Jones on the defensive end. <laughs> like so, a paper bag, just sort of floating in the wind is about right. his defensive. Yeah. He's bad. I think we also, the key here is that even though we don't talk about him every single show, Carl Anthony Towns is absolutely incredible. He's like already, he's 21 years old, maybe. Maybe 20. I have no idea. He's 21. Um, and he's one of the best players in the league. Like legitimately, that's not an exaggeration. He's incredible. I know everybody, and I am one of them, like to talk about, likes to talk about Ricky in these past couple weeks. I mean, I'm biased because he's my son. So, of course, I love him more than most people do. But really, this all comes down to Towns being an incredible Absolutely incredible franchise player. So I feel like he's definitely going to like get hit by the light rail soon. Yep, something like that. Or just fall out of the plane. It won't crash. He'll just somehow fall out of the plane. Or some something disease weird that nobody gets anymore. Towns. Like the mumps. Like yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll go into the wild locker room and get the mumps and be out for three seasons, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Some sort of weird infected lock jaw. I mean, he's dead. Right. Something's going to happen soon right. with him. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the meantime, though, I love him. I love them all so much, and this is it's been a super fun season. It's great. Uh, okay, question eight, and this is a really important one, and this is for Clarence. Um, Clarence, are you able to hit us with a bad impression? Yeah, yeah, I got a bad impression for you guys if you're ready for it. Uh, all right. All right, shitty impression so, time. This is my number, favorite this part is of the week. Installment number three of local shit, shitty impersonation of a local sports media personality. <laughs> to date, right. we have had uh, Ray Christensen. Uh-huh. We have had Mike Max. And this is number three. <clears throat> All right, here we this go. Is cheat. This is cheating so a little bit because it's not an actual media member, but it is media related. So I'm, I'm hopeful that it doesn't throw you off too much. All right, I gotta try to remember what I was gonna say. Stoosh. Okay. Stu, come on. 
Focus. All right. Oh, shit. I had a whole thing prepared. I don't remember what I was going to say. All right, hold on. Find it on Twitter. Jesus Christ. Focus. Just fucking. Uh, Come on. I have every other radio commercial in this town, especially sports radio. And it's a goddamn mystery why I don't hire a voiceover person. I thought yeah. Joyce Lamont died. <laughs> hmm. It's a real mystery. To be honest, that kind of sounded like Ray Christensen again. <laughs> again, not, you've, you, you Ray doubled up Ray Christensen already. It's not Ray Christensen. <laughs> okay, so it's a guy who does radio... Sports talk radio okay. commercials. I have every other radio <laughs> commercial in this town, especially <laughs> sports radio. And it's some sort of goddamn mystery why I don't hire a voiceover person. <laughs> Almost all of you just end up sounding like Hank Hill. <laughs> that is a really God that damn is, it. I think, I think that was Hank Hill. I have every other sports commercial. God damn it, Bobby! It's not, it's not Hank Hill. Are you sure it's not Hank Hill? <laughs> oh, Hold on, let me check my notes. Hold on, let me check. <laughs> Look at the answer key. Oh. You got to flip the paper upside down. Nope, not Hank Hill. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. This is John's. John's forte. John, what are your this guesses? This is my forte? I'm going to say Trevor Plouffe. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. It's a callback. I call it a callback. Uh, I, I just am just, I got nobody. Who is this, Clarence? Stu, you have a guess? Um, God, I would just think it's... Uh... Oh, Cryveny. Is it the lady from the Warner Stellion commercials? <laughs> it's not the. <laughs> <laughs> no. It'd be amazing if that was it. Yep. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, Karen Stellion. It is Tom Shane. <laughs> Tom Shane. <laughs> oh, that's. Yep. That. <laughs> Is that a he's a diamond something or other, right? Time Tom Shane. Now you've Shane got a friend in the diamond business. <laughs> I could have said that. I'll tell you, we're the only ones that go overseas ourselves and pick the diamonds. <laughs> I pick cash. specifically. Like he's rock- walking around Mumbai with fucking a hundred <laughs> yeah. million in cash. Okie dokie, you asshole. Bucks. How stupid do you think we are? That's me, Tom Shane. <laughs> he's just walking around. Other jewelers will diamond tell you Has this cash. ever happened to you? I can't tell you how many whores I've fucked to get the right diamonds to bring to you, the customer. (laughs) What I do is carry the diamonds in an orifice capsule in my (laughs) anus. I'll tell you, no. I'll tell you the competitors won't shove stuff up their ass for you. <laughs> I'm the only one. Let's see, Marilyn, no guy. Why put am I doing my own voice? <laughs> dishonest buttholes, like competitors. <laughs> I can't believe wow. you guys didn't get that one. That makes me sad. Yeah. Uh, I got Hank Hill in my mind, and then I couldn't stop thinking about that <laughs> impression. I just wanted to keep talking. And it's really fun to use that voice, too, like that sort of homely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh man. These, okay, these uh, get my last question. Time. These have improved every single they time. They do. I can't wait for next week. Oh. <laughs> um, my boner clock for your shitty impersonations is like 11.15 already right now for next week. Just FYI. 
Well, I, um, I don't okay. like setting expectations high. Set them low. No, no. Why don't you? Well, you set them so low when your your first two impersonations on this podcast were uh, Tony Danza, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then we're like, well, he'll get better. And then you Ang- gave us the old Rick Angela. Spielman. <laughs> that Rick Spielman was the low point of the podcast. It had to be. I mean, that was just the get it right. Get it right. Notre Dame. Yeah, uh, I don't even want to follow that. Uh, I had a last question for Stu. I just it, had a dumb about, idea about uh, hockey. Um, I can. I they've lost to Washington last night, right, guys? And they're the good. Washington Capitals. And yeah, that's... and my my main comment on that, besides you know, I, I'll leave all the the gloating about uh, their. You know, skid to Dave and maybe John again. I don't know if he's back off the bandwagon or not, but um, Barry Trotz, I had to look this up. Barry Trotz is the coach of the Capitals. Mm-hmm. And um, he all, if you look, a, look up a picture of him on the internet, he always looks like his diabolical scheme is about to be thwarted by a talking <laughs> dog. I mean, always. It's every picture of him. <laughs> he looks like he's got this scheme that he's it's just about to work. <laughs> and then this dog who can talk totally just messes it up, and he goes to jail. I don't know if it's Spielman's jail, but he definitely <laughs> is going to jail. So anyway, Barry Trotz, oh, diabolical man, it up. villain. Seriously, talking dog. The most perfectly circular face I've ever seen. Yeah, His head he is, is he a looks like, round circle. He looks like evil Charlie Brown. <laughs> it's just... Like, it's like... Like, if a kid drew this, you'd be like, oh, no, good try, but that's not how faces look. They're not actual circles. No. They're a little more oval face. And they'd be like, what? Barry Trotz looks like this. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, NH, so. I mean I'm, I'm starting to think all NHL coaches have this sort of, like, definite, like, you know, weird vibe that's kind of cool. Because, I mean, Bruce Boudreaux is an adult baby. We agree on that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. He's got he's and, a and John Tortorelli is definitely one of the guys who got whacked in Soprano season two. Um, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's just I like I like I like the vibe of the NHL coaches. They're all sort of unique. And I'm in my um, you know as Mister Puck, I have watched a lot of games this year, and that's one of the things I've noticed because I really don't understand anything else about the game except making fun of how the coaches look. Right. Right. Well, they all... That's enough for me. They all, from about age 16 to age 25, spent the majority of their time either getting punched in the face or riding (laughs) on a crappy bus through some East Coast mining camps. Uh, If you you can keep your head to be... Keep its shape through that... um, you're a better man than they are. Miracle. It's, yeah, they, it's not going to happen. Be a miracle. So lumping. Lump, just, just the, a lot of lumps. They know where the good nudie bars are outside of Medicine Hat. <laughs> the landing strip. Outside the city limits. They know, they know the ones that are topless versus the ones that show everything. They're, yeah. They can tell you that one at the drop of a hat. They can't remember their mother's name, but they know the right to nudie bars to go to. <laughs> but they know the old meat oh, locker boy. in Pickle Lake. <laughs> All right, I'm out of questions. I had a hockey no. idea. You guys want to hear it? Oh no! Oh boy, not at all. It's Not almost really. eleven o'clock, almost, man. Yeah, that's, that's you know. I I, I, I mean, fix, so. you know that I know you're right about it, but it's it's off. getting late, and yeah. All right, we'll save my hockey fix no. for next week. So next week not, preview. Let's not save hockey it. fix. Let's, no, start of the show. We'll start. We'll do a quick 30, 45 minutes on the hockey fix idea I got. Another question, and then, uh, <laughs> and then we'll do it. We'll see if we can get to it. I can't be. Then you can talk about how bad. Then we'll. You can do the uh, contrarian take about why it's bad that the outstate schools won the hockey titles this year. You can do that too. Okay. Yep, that's good. I'll work on that. Edina should have won. Bullshit that they did. Wow. Um, Never mind. Let's hear your hockey idea. 
You want to hear it? No, I don't. Let's log off. Oh, okay. <laughs> let's log off. Uh, I'm sure Clarence has fucked up the audio somehow, so no one will ever hear this. But in case anybody did, thank you so much for listening, and please come back next week. Uh, we love you very much. <laughs> for Brandon's hockey everybody... fix. That's important. I can't stress enough that Brandon's hockey fixes are the most important thing here. <laughs> so true. Okay, goodbye. Paint your bald spot. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.